Probably Funny with Steve is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios, Speak Spokane, and Delish Hamburgers. Speak Spokane is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Spokane, and Speak CDA. Also at their website at speakpodcasting.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. Probably Funny with Steve is brought to you in partnership with Delish Hamburgers. Why Delish? Since 1998, Delish has been providing Spokane's best burgers. Why? Because it's delish. The burgers are never frozen. Why? Because it tastes better. Delish prides itself on fresh beef, made-to-order fries, and oh-so-fresh veggies. And with a variety of sauces and their signature Delish seasoning, all made in-house each day, everything is meticulously handmade the same way they have been since 1998. So what are you waiting for? Delish is located at 1625 North Division Street in beautiful Spokane, Washington. The lovable, laudable, and delightful delicious. Is your business not hitting the goals you've set? Are you struggling to reach the right people? Maybe you're in need of some help with your marketing effort, a fresh set of eyes, or even a quick rebrand. Whatever it is, Maker and Made can help. A leader in the creative marketing field, Maker and Made focuses on lifting brands to their full potential. Maker and Made specializes in brand identity, websites, social media management, and oh so much more. Get in touch now and schedule your free 30-minute consultation by visiting them at makerandmade.com. Oh, hello there. You've tuned in to Probably Funny with Steve, and I, of course, am Steve. And on today's episode, I sat down with local renowned comedian Philip Kopsinski, who you may know him uh, from the comedy circuit here in Spokane. He's also um, a fantastic road comic, someone that I've seen from afar for quite a long time. And I've always wanted to have a conversation with uh, specifically about comedy and the comedy experience. We were able to get him in the studio today to talk uh, about the pandemic and how that's really affected being a road comic and what comedy looks like right now. Uh, a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of digital stuff, uh, a lot of writing in your basement. But then we got into, you know, what makes a what makes a good comedy act. We went over some of our worst comedy experiences so I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with Philip. It was a quick one. Uh, we just got into it. So, uh, yeah, enjoy. All right. Philip. Hi, man. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Yeah, thanks good. for having me. Good. It's good to be It's good to have you here. Um, you're someone that I've uh, known from for a while, I from a distance. I followed your comedy. I've, I've seen you at the... You're the one? Yeah, I'm the one. Yeah, the, I'm that guy, the uh, guy in the bathroom all the time. You're the uh, view. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the subscriber that you have. Yeah. You're the reason I get these Spotify <laughs> checks for a nickel? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, it's good to see you, man. How are you doing? How's the pandemic been treating you and everything? I know you're obviously a comedian, you're a road comic. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, for as far as road comedy goes, I mean, it's like totally devastating because... Uh, uh, that's the road the, is closed, yeah, right? Especially co- in California, you can't even fucking go there well, right now. It's you know, with Washington State, our perception is off a little bit because it is it is open. Right. Um, you can go anywhere. You can go in the south. You can go to Oregon. You can go to I mean, Idaho is. Yeah, they're coughing in each other's mouths over there. They don't care, man. <laughs> yeah, they're doing, yeah, they're living yeah. it up. Yeah, it's yeah, spring they, break over there yeah, right now. Yeah, they're playing, yeah, lick yeah. the cowboy right now. Yeah, God, God bless them. Yeah, they're the good people. But yeah, no, it's, different different uh, place. So I, I've had shows, but it's almost like I really want to make them count, you know? Sure. So, you know, I it's like I'm not, there, there's times where I would like pursue an opportunity 
just to work my way up at a club. But now I'm like, I'm not, I want to fly to Oklahoma for, (laughs) for, you know, for a break even deal. I don't think anyone wants to fly to Oklahoma. Let's be honest. Like, listen, if I'm going to go there and get coronavirus, I want to at least pay for my medical bills later. (laughs) Can this trip pay for a ventilator? (laughs) I mean, the barbecue is good, but that's about it. That's the only redeeming quality. I mean, I would love to go there, dude. I actually think I'd play really good in the South. Um, Sure. Have you done a lot of stuff in the South? No, I've done very little. I mean, I've done a little in Florida, but that's not not like... That's not the South. That's just a colorful... It it is in Tallahassee. Yeah, Yeah, go to a a swap meet in Tallahassee or Daytona and tell me that's not the South, dude. That's as South as it gets. I've never been. Oh, it is crazy down there, dude. It's like, I mean, there's people... People from Alabama that are like, this is too much. Yeah. <laughs> like we never go to Florida. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It, yeah. it, it, well, it, it's the the party culture. It's like party culture meets rednecks in parts of and Florida. It's just chaos. People oh, it is shotguns. Oh, it's shotgun and beer. Okay, so thing. just I mean, real quick. So I was at, I would go to this uh, Daytona uh, all the time, and uh, was we a family down there? It wasn't for comedy, but we would always hit this crazy swap meet mm. thing, like this. Uh, it's a flea market. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there were multiple stands that sold watermelons and fireworks. Like that was one stand. Good and Lord. They, and that was name, the, of their, all they... name of the stand, watermelon and fireworks. Of course. Yeah. It's a good business model. They know what they're doing. They're not fucking around. Yeah. They, have yeah. A, they know the people that want to shop there. <laughs> They know their audience. It's like yeah. Jack in the Box, right? Yeah. They know you're going to be stoned at yeah, 2 a.m. Right, yeah. They're not playing any fucking games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Well, yeah, I, uh, I, I did stand up for a little while, uh, for about five years, and it is, it's already such a hard thing to do, right? Because it, it takes a long time to build an act, as you know. Yeah. And now the coronavirus and everything, I mean, you're not, you're not traveling right now, are you? Like, you're not, when was the last show you did in front of an audience? In front of a, yeah, a I mean, live you're, I know audience. you're doing Zoom stuff, you're doing digital nah, stuff. Not right? really. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. well, I just, I've, I've kind of, I'm a very uh, physical performer. I mean, I'll even think of, I mean, there's bits that are almost backwards written into like, this is a funny physicality. How can right. I write a bit around it? Right. And so Zoom to me is just, a, Zoom is a great thing for excellent writers like if you're a mark norman or like a a one-liner type comic like zooms are great because you're kind of working that out but there there are zoom shows where like the audience won't have their mic on and sometimes they won't even have their their camera on and so you're like what what is happening right am i doing good am i right i I don't there's no feedback that's the biggest thing it's like the energy of the room right that whole thing i've done some that are fun i've done some that are bad but um i and but i just didn't i don't want to market I don't want to market those shows too, because I'm not just market. Like in Spokane, I can be like, it's very simple. I can be like, okay, Hey people in Spokane, can you come to this? But it's like, well, if I were to do a zoom show, you can go to nowhere comedy club and you split the tickets with them. It's like, all right, well I'm going to market to every person I can. And now I'm done. Shotgun and out and that's it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like if I go to court, like I can, I can market a show in Coeur d'Alene and I can market a show in Spokane. And even though most comics wouldn't, do something like that. That's too right. close geographically. Well, I'm not famous at all. So right. I'm not so famous that someone's going to drive 45 minutes. Right. No one's going to leave yeah. Nampa to drive down <laughs> yeah. to Spokane. Yeah. To yeah. First in Coeur d'Alene yeah. sees me coming. They're like, I'll wait till he's famous. Or he's an opener. But if, right? I, yeah, but if I'm in Coeur d'Alene, they might yeah. be like, ah, I'll walk down there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll walk two doors down yeah. Yeah, to the next yeah. other bar. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so it's, uh, and, and this year I was, I was, I had changed my model of, of, a. Uh, performing to actually be in a much smaller geographic area. Sure. 
Um, cause it, yeah, it's just way more profitable for me to be it's in Montana. Easier to manage. Yeah, right. God, when was the last show? I actually, the, I think the last show I had was a corporate gig that was totally illegal. I won't say where it is, but it's Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in a bar that's got actually on the news a couple of times because oh, they like won't shut down. Okay. But yeah. they, I and think they we were, know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was funny. It was for a bunch of mortgage lenders. Oh, and I was like, I don't even know. I mean, they, like they're not in the world of. Do they know humor? Like, what do they? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. They <laughs> well, they're so liquored up, it doesn't matter. Well, I guess. also Eastern Washington, you know, everyone's a degenerate here. I mean, every like, right, <laughs> like, right. I can't. When I was uh, starting to do corporate gigs, uh, the people who I would go to. So when I started comedy, a lot of I knew that like in Eastern Washington, it was primarily grizzled road comics and it's, right. it was really difficult to kind of find like i don't know i have mentors i guess is what you call it. you know yeah. people that kind of gravitate towards can yeah. show you kind so of the way when i first stuff. started i immediately was like all right there are people who've been doing this for 20 years in seattle i'm going right. to do whatever i can to work with them right. and i would hit them up and ask them about some of the different aspects of business and they were like corporate shows even if they say dirty don't say fuck Right. They're like, with wow. the, with the advice I got one time was like, don't say fuck, don't talk about fisting. Other than that, you're good. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the, the hard lines. Yeah. yeah that's, okay. that's how they were. But then they were, you know, they taught me how to bid the shit and like how to have sure. a, be on a sliding scale. And Obviously, kind of they're more lucrative than just doing way more lucrative. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I usually keep December totally open just for corporate gigs. Right. And I'll, I, I usually will go from, you know, Seattle to Western Washington. And then I, I do quite, I used to do quite a bit in Canada before all this happened. Oh, wow. So. Like Vancouver area, stuff like that. Uh, well, actually. Or were you so, like in well, the middle I, of the white north where it's just dead, <laughs> like Winnipeg and all that shit? Well, so Vancouver, Vancouver's like there in New York City. So there's a ton. Of, and, and, and also, uh, um, uh, I don't know if you want to get this inside baseball and comedy, but uh, Please. Yuck Yucks is, yeah. is, is a big chain up there. Yeah, it's the second city of... Uh, or no, no, not no. I'm thinking of it wrong. Uh, Yuck Yucks is like the big comedy. Yuck Yucks is actually the largest comedy chain in in the world. Right. Yeah. So right. they have they have a whole. So what happens? Their flagship is in Toronto, or is it Vancouver? Yeah. No, their the flagship's in Toronto, but okay. they have a big base in Vancouver. That's right. Because Vancouver's right. kind of like their New York City, their and then Toronto's like their LA. Right. Okay. Because all a bunch of film production happens in Toronto, but a lot of like really the, good talent develops in all up in Vancouver. In, in right. Vancouver, okay. yeah, and and it's it's similar to New York in the sense that like if you're a if you're a respected comic and you get booked, like you can literally do spot after spot. Right. There, you you know? can hop around. Yeah. So a lot of people become night. very good comics in Vancouver, right. BC. And if you sign with yuck yucks, like you're not, put, you're not sending out of veils. You're not like grinding to get right. shit. They just hit you up and they're like, all right, hey, we gotta, here, here's we the next up. two months of shit to do. Right. And they got college tours and independent tours and their clubs. Shit, so they got it all kind of mapped out. Yeah. Right. You just kind of find a, a place for you to fit into and, mm -hmm. and go. Oh, yeah. Shit. They have, they have a whole like network. There, nothing like yeah. that really exists in the, I mean, they have like an old school, what you call work in the circuit, you know? Yeah. And it's a, it's a whole different, it's, so it's a whole different deal up there. But once you start getting like east of like Calgary, Edmonton, you know, Edmonton right. has, a, has is a pretty decent sized city, but Calgary, all the way down to like Nelson area sure. and then going into Alberta, there ain't shit. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. so, uh, for whatever reason I pop up on, on these radars. Cause I just, I just, when I, my marketing stuff, I just pick a, uh, uh, like a, uh, on a radius, mm -hmm. you know? And so yeah. people somehow find me. So I want, I, yeah, I wind up doing, 
You're gigs driving to like and, these really podunk kind uh, of Canadian oh, yeah. places. Yeah. yeah, it's and it is, man, it is. Are Canadian audience is like, I wouldn't say better, but how is there a difference in a Canadian audience to a, uh, a typical American audience? Cause yeah, it's, well, it's funny. I mean, it's different geographically. Like you go, uh, like Vancouver's quick. Sure. You know, they're, 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 it, it's like a, it's, it's like a, a big, big city, right? Yeah. It's a big city. Yeah. People, you know, they want to just don't, quick. don't hold the door for me. Fuck you. I need to go do my thing. Kind of right. Like just <laughs> like, like New York. Like the, the joke is like, yeah, if you, if they like a joke, it's like laugh. What's next. Right. You know what boom, I mean? Boom, 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 yeah, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like, I mean, and, and I find that is true. You know, if you go to somewhere, like if I go to a small bar in a small town and you tell a joke they like, they're like, holy shit. There's oh like my a, God, a guy I swinging can't... on the chandelier. Yeah. Like fucking, yeah. Someone's it's like, like shooting comedy. Yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, this is rural deaf comedy jam. Right? <laughs> Dudes are waving their uh, cowboy hats. There's it's a like dude. the Apollo. Like people are freaking <laughs> yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing hip hop horns. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it sounds like a Drake <laughs> music video. Yeah, it's just fucking crazy. Well, it's Kobe T. Yeah. <laughs> it's Kobe <laughs> Keith. Toby but, Keith, yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's funny. You get to Alberta and it's a lot It's a lot more rule. I mean, it is, yeah. and it's a lot more... Different uh, speed, different kind of... Yeah, yeah. A lot of, it's like it's like they're Wyoming. Like they, got sure. ca- they got cows everywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Half the audience is cows, let's be oh, honest. Dude, yeah. dude, pulling into Calgary, it's like, <laughs> what is that smell, man? <laughs> It's like Sunnyside. You just drive through. I don't yeah. know if you've ever been to Sunnyside. Yeah. It just smells dude, like yeah. shit, dude. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it is. Like, I don't know. I'm like, there's, California, population-wise, is the size of California. They have as many people. The entire country has as many people as California. As Canada, right. Yeah. yeah 40 it, is a 40 million or sub 42 million. Yeah, it's like 40 million. million it's fucking crazy. And they yeah. are making enough beef just in Alberta alone so everybody can get a steak. Like, I noticed they, they got, uh, so per capita, Canada got like nine vaccines per resident oh shit that's what they're i think that's what their steak industry is doing they're like we got nine cows per person (laughs) that's the selling point right is it (laughs) so uh so anyway yeah i did these corporate i put so i would hit up these mentors in western washington about like about like uh how to handle and they all said like you know this is what you want to work clean right always want you know you always want to err on the side of caution with the clean stuff but sure as I've kind of, you know, been able to feel out an audience better, and, and it's like if I'm doing a gig in Eastern Washington, and they say, "Listen, we don't, we don't care, just make Do it whatever. We're just all be adults, funny. whatever. Right. Just yeah. be funny, yeah." I mean, that they really mean that, like yeah. you know, I and so there's nothing there that that's going to trigger them or freak them out, or right? Anything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's they so just it's, care that about you're funny, right? Yeah, yeah, really exactly. Good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I did so that that last gig. I mean, a lot of it was just crowd work. I was just making fun of like. Uh, Cause there was like a really young group of mortgage lenders. Like, oh, I mean, sure. like babies, like 20, you know, oh, Jesus. Yeah. And I was like looking at all the adult women, like yeah. how many of the women here have tried to sleep with you already? You know, and, <laughs> and, and you know, it's funny because yeah. like sometimes I feel like I can go. Did you get laughs or people like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it was great. Okay, good, and then, good, good, good. And then uh, it's fucking silent. someone like... pointed at one of the partners and nah. like, like actually, they're like Martha actually, tries to fuck everyone here. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 she's yeah. drunk. Like, oh yeah, dude, yeah. it was it was it was mayhem. They were so sure. hammered. And but what was funny is like they hired me, and I was like, I don't think they know, because they're in their world. They don't know that acoustic, like music, and right? Comedy is all right. banned right now. They right. probably have no idea. And I was like, I'm not gonna tell them. I'll just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, no, you can't do that. You can't fucking do this. And so, yeah, yeah, when I, I, yeah, so when I first got there, I was like, I don't want to tell you guys this was illegal because I like my mortgage lenders to have a loose understanding of the law. (laughs) And I, and and, and they were, they were a great audience, but it, but it was, it was weird because it's, you know, the people that, that, what I'm finding is that at a live show, 
the people who are coming out and trying to support it are fucking maniacs, irresponsible. Sure. <laughs> they don't give a shit. They just they want, don't give yeah. a shit. They're like <laughs> they they reduce capacity at one of the gigs I did. And all they did was block off all the seats in the back and pack everybody in the front. <laughs> so people are actually closer together. Oh, yeah. People sitting on each yeah, other's they're laps. Sho- they're shoulder yeah. to shoulder. I mean, I had a friend of mine from Western Washington come open for me. Yeah. And he's, <clears> and he, I mean, they're in Western Washington, they're masking up on hiking trails. It, like, right. It's, it's hardcore. It's yeah. like you outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. And <laughs> dude, I, the next day he was like, <laughs> He was like, that was crazy. I don't, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm hungover or if I've got it. Like he was, was, I got, I have hepatitis now. I don't know what the fuck. The next day. It was like, it was like, it was like a one night stand for Jesus. I'm not peeing right, man. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, 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 all sweaty and shit. It it is. I mean, Coeur d'Alene has been kind of seductively dangerous. I, 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 first time I went over there, uh, during this. I was like, dude, I can't come back here or else I'm going to be, I'm going to be coming back all the time. I'm going to move here. Like, I'm going to fucking live here. Yeah. That's, man. And, and people are, people yeah. are leaving right. Western Washington, Northern California to move to Idaho right now because uh, they just, they're like freedom, but right. choice, all that kind of yeah, stuff. My, yeah. My, my sure. dad's in his seventies. He lives there and he's like, he's, he's like, man, I, he said, he said, he's like, I don't feel safe going anywhere, man. It's like, I feel like people are just daring me, you know? Right. Like, like, yeah, they just don't give a shit, man. It's completely like I was in a cafe over there a couple of weeks ago, just getting something to eat, and there was a gaggle of like, you know, senior citizens that were sitting. It was like eight of them at a table for four, and they were all screaming about like computer virus. I swear to God, like computer viruses. One guy was like having this like Alex Jones type rant about like there was like spit coming out of his mouth, and I'm just standing there like Jesus Christ, I need to get the fuck out of here. Screaming about computer viruses and stuff. Like it's 2002 or something. And uh, yeah, they just like all the restaurants are wide open. They don't, they don't have any capacity things over there, no. do they? They're, no, just, they're, they're not even doing They're operating as thing. if it's like 2019. Like yeah, they, yeah, yeah they, it's, it is wild. I went, I went to a diner over there and a dude with an oxygen tank like, w- like <laughs> limped into there and took a seat. And lit a cigarette, like, yeah, oh, yeah, geez. it's, it's a, it's a, it's definitely just, it's a different world. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've done a, I don't know. So I did a couple of gigs over there. I did, sure. did some, you know, did in Montana, Oregon, but at least the Montana, Oregon ones, it's like, it, you know, they, they want you masked up and tell you right. want to walk on stage and protocol, all that stuff. There's only 20 people in the audience. Yeah. And, and I know there's some areas through the country that are doing that. And I just, I, I just, I was like, man, I don't even. I don't know what the point is because the problem is, is like every time I've done a show in the past, shit, man, what is it now? Like nine months? Yeah, coming yeah. up, coming up on ten. Yeah. It's almost been a year. I mean, Fuck, we're closer like, to a year than. And it's <clears throat> it's almost like this thing where it's like, I, you know, it, 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 I don't know when the next thing is. I don't mm-hmm. know what to when the breaking for point next. is, so we can start getting back to that well, normal. I just thing. mean it's almost it's almost like either I want to dive into this and just go screw it. I'm just gonna. Do whatever comes my way, go anywhere I can, kind yeah. of thing. Or it's it's like this it's like this bittersweet thing, you know. Yeah. Where it's like it's like uh, you know you know the last half of August when you're a kid, and you're like I'm having a hard time enjoying the my right because I know that yeah. school is coming yeah. in a yeah. week and like I can't fucking that's, enjoy the. That's nights. what the gig is like. Yeah. It's like I can't enjoy it because I don't know what's around the corner. Like right. normally I'm like all right I've got this I'm coming out up. for the next couple of yeah. months. I got all that shit. Planned it's out. it's yeah. a it's a mess and I've. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I don't know, I just, I tr- I've been able to kind of recaliber like the plan. So when things open up, I mean, you'll have, you'll have stuff. I mean, you've been writing still and everything. I, you know, you've been doing kind a lot of, of, of for, well, as much as you can, I guess. <laughs> the, I mean. the problem is like, 
I, you know, I'm like, I'm worried I'm going to go out, bring this new, you know, 15 minutes. Sure. And I'm like, and with, it's been totally not worked in front of an audience. Right. And, and then it's, you're just going to fucking tank. Oh and, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And they, these zoom shows are so, I did, I did a good one last night. They had, everyone was, it was ran really well. Um, and, uh, and, and it was fun, but it's still just like doing comedy. You're talking to a computer <laughs> like this. Like, yeah, you're, you're doing comedy in a, in a little box. And so if there's any physical movements or whatever, right. Where right. did you, uh, where did you comedy? So I grew up in Yakima and, uh, unfortunately, and, uh, I did comedy right out of, right when I graduated high school, I started doing stand up, And so there was a comedy club. Are you familiar with Sela Yakima, that mm -hmm. area? So Sela, there was a Carmen's comedy club that opened up over there. I forget the, the gal's name, Carmen, but I forget her last name. And uh, she was well known in the comedy scene in like Seattle and stuff. And so she had worked with people at the underground. I think I heard about this. <clears throat> yeah, it, it opened up briefly. It was open for a couple of years. And she let, she would let me go do shows there, you know, like do open mics or like open yeah. for people and stuff. And it was okay for a while. But I mean, once she shut down, it was like back to coffee shops and like, train stations and shit and it just like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. fucking dreadful because there's no like there's no element there to for comedy it's just like you either there's no comedy club there's no thing you know it's like go to a strip joint and you're doing comedy now at, and next to the stripper pole yeah and people are screaming drunk like there's no entrance entry point for it like the worst gig i ever did was in uh it was in zilla i think and it was right off the freeway when you're going into, into like Zilla and Toppenish and stuff. And there was a, it's a grocery store now, but it used to be a gentleman's club. And this, Ooh, yeah, saucy, yeah, gentleman's <laughs> club was very, it was they not would ride their penny farthing bicycles. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Twill their mustaches. <laughs> Flip pennies yeah. at the ladies. Hello, lady. No, it was not like that at all. It, uh, it was, it was very raunchy. So I go with my friend who knew this guy who was, uh, he had just won funniest comic in Seattle and he was headlining there. And he said, Hey, you know, I have an in with this guy. He wants you to kind of MC the show and open for him and stuff. I said, Oh, great. That'd be wonderful. And he said, yeah, the guy's going to pay you. It's going to be quite lucrative. I said, great. <clears throat> so I show up and I walk in. I don't know that it's a strip joint and there's the big main stage. There's <clears throat> one stripper pole and there's people like it's just packed with people. This is like 10 years ago, right? It's packed with people and everyone's eyes are glued to the TV. It's a fight night. Oh, it's this yeah. crazy UFC fight, like big fight. I don't know. I can't remember, but it was between, so <laughs> it was between dude. It's like seven o'clock yeah, and they're watching a fight. They, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. People pay a cover, all this shit. Like, and people are so mad when the fight concludes. Like I'm in the, the fucking green room with all the other comics and I'm negotiating the money with the fucking owner of the club. And he says, I'm just going to pay you in a bacon cheeseburger. And as he's saying that to me, and I'm like, fuck, okay. And then I can hear the crowd screaming and shouting at the TV because the results of the fight were so controversial. It was between this Mexican national and this guy who was like Native American. Holy and the crowd shit, was was split. It was like half <laughs> Latinos and half Native American. I was like the only white guy in this entire uh, fucking yeah. club, except for the owner who was clearly on coke. And he's like, I would pay you to bake a cheeseburger. He fucking leaves. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then the, uh, the other guy comes in. He says, yeah, you're, you're on in five minutes. And I'm like, oh, great. This is fucking perfect. <laughs> so I throw out my entire act. I'm looking out and seeing all these people just screaming at each other and yelling. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. The mic is right next to the fucking stripper pole. And the guy comes up and says, you're on. I said, okay, great. So I walk up. And the first thing I say is like, I threw out my entire opening line. And I, I said something to the effect of like, Wow, like all of you guys are uh, 
a lot fucking uglier than I thought you were going to be. Oh, yeah, and right. immediately everyone turned on me, of course. And I start, I start into my whole, you know, my whole bit. And I start talking about like how this was my dream to do stand-up comedy in a fucking strip club in front of all these people who can't speak English. And that was very fucking controversial because everyone, uh, Everyone lost it. Like people were fucking screaming, but the guy threw like a beer at the wall and there was a guy in the back. He was like at a pool table and he, the moment I started talking, he put up his finger like this, just gave me the bird. (laughs) And for the entire 10 minutes, he locked eye contact with me and gave me the bird for 10 minutes. Like didn't move his fucking hand. So I get off stage. No one laughs. Everyone backstage is like, Jesus Christ. Like, how are you fucking still alive? (laughs) And uh, the guy comes back, gives me the cheeseburger, and I eat like half of it, and then I fucking leave. And this, I was 21, I was in design school at the time, and I was in my car driving home, and I remember thinking like, yeah, like I'm done with stand-up comedy. Like, this is fucking it. Like, oh, are you uh, kidding me? That would have uh, been like, oh, um, I'm in now. <laughs> it's so funny. So a year later, I do a couple of small gigs here and there, like open mics and stuff. A year later, uh, <laughs> my old professor at school uh, hit me up and he said, hey, you know, I'm hosting the Yakima Ad Awards, which is awesome, right? Fucking, of course you are. <laughs> and he's like, it's at the hotel downtown, the Red Lion downtown. Do you want to come MC the show? I said, of course I do. That's great. It's more my audience, right? <clears throat> so we get there and we put to, I put together this big show and um, I come out and the, the, I, one of the bits I had was like, you remember those old like Mac Tonight commercials from McDonald's? Oh yeah. Like yeah. the Mac Tonight, you know, it was the whole like the moon guy and everything. And so I played that as like my opener and then it, it ended and I said, man, Jay Leno is really having a hard time nowadays. And literally like a guy from the back restaurant came out into the fucking back of the room to see me bomb in front of these people. There's like 40 <laughs> people in this room and he's just standing there like with his arms crossed, like, yeah, this is great. <clears throat> Show wraps and we're going to like the major awards. I walk off stage, I go to the back and I'm walking there and he goes, rough night, huh? Like, yeah, dude, it's fucking dreadful. He hands me a drink. We get to talking and that was the last time I ever did stand up in like a professional setting. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, fuck this town, dude. Like there's, cause it's just like, it's, I don't know. It's when you're going on the road and stuff and I've never really done road comedy. So, uh, it's, I can imagine it's at least you're going to a place that is like bringing you on to do comedy. Like I got asked to go to a fucking strip club where no one understands what I'm saying. Right, and like right. it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And so I, I, I was kind of convinced myself that like maybe stand up isn't for me. Like I, 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 I can do bits really well. I can do, you know, video stuff. I can write stuff out, but like the transition from writing and, developing an act into getting on stage. It's just, it's, it's a Delta that I, I well, can't no, seem those to, rough to types of gig. Well, first of all, uh, I absolutely love bad gig stories. Like I was going to ask you, what is your worst my, gig of uh, all time? I, man. Uh, well, I, so before I say that, I want to, <laughs> I want to say that, like the, uh, some of the best times I've had are doing a comedy show and then sitting with the comics that I just worked with all just talking about the worst gigs we've ever done. Sure. And like, <laughs> it's, it's like some of the best conversation because yeah, we all stories, yeah, right? Yeah, they're I mean, all, they're, yeah. they're, they're terrible, you yeah. know, and it's just, it's absolutely amazing. And, and I, I would learn a lot from that by yeah. talking to comics who've been doing it forever. Sure. You know? 
<laughs> I mean, I learned how to price out corporate gigs one time when a guy it was like, he's like, yeah, I felt pretty good. I was making $2,000 and then I see the ice sculpture and that thing is five grand. It's going to be a fucking puddle of water at the end of the night. It's going to melt in 10 minutes. Yeah, like, they're going to be talking about my jokes for a year. They're not going to be talking about that bullshit. You know, and he, <laughs> sure, yeah, <that's, laughs> so I was like, all right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good you have a point. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. argue with that. Yeah. So I, I mean, and that's that's what is lost on Zoom. Like a Zoom, right. Zoom shows can suck, but you're still just in, you're in like your basement, like yeah, da, 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 or in a da, hotel da. room, like with you, the fucking laptop. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You're, you're and then you get up and you go have dinner with your family. Like it's fine, <laughs> dude. When you're on the road and you bomb and you just are like. Well, I'm going to go be alone now. <laughs> I'm going to go drink in the bathtub in my hotel room. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, dude. I yeah. uh, I mean, most of those bad <laughs> experiences were, um, I, I almost I, I almost wanted to collect them on purpose, though. Like, because I would go to these these just god-awful open mics. Right. Um, I think probably, yeah, you know, okay, so this maybe isn't the worst, but it's it's like, it op- It was like the. It was a. It was my first like professional feature gig. Sure. Um. It wasn't that far away. It was just in Hayden, oh, okay. Washington. Yeah. yeah. Or Hayden, Idaho. I mean. And yeah. uh, it was uh, kind of. A, I'd heard it was a redneck bar, which I had done a, a few small like guest sets on, yeah. on shows, but I hadn't been to a lot. I hadn't really done a lot outside of like a comedy club where everybody's right. looking forward, or like just <clears throat> shitty open mics where right. you surprise the people. You right. Know? Yeah. Everyone's just <clears throat> waiting for the next shit pile to fucking go on stage and yeah but but i had heard this was like a good room and we show up and and the the headliner is a super old guy like his name is a his name's jay wendell walker okay he's been doing comedy for literally 50 years his main credit is the merv griffin show his head is christ yeah like in the 1956 like (laughs) yeah in the 80s the headshots are all black and white for style his headshot was black and white was because black. they couldn't have color. Print. That's all they had. That's all they had. <laughs> it was a sketch. It's a fucking sketch was a sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had right. to pay a classical painter. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, this dude had... It's a, just one headshot. He's just giving to people. Like, can I have that you back? You're going to give that yeah. back to me. It's like a yeah. tomb etching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Etch a sketch. Okay. So, yeah. he... Uh, yeah. he I, and I guess he had quite a career in, in the 80s. Like, sure. he made, made a lot of money back then. Yeah. And, uh, so, he was and, a stand-up dude. Doing like the yeah, road kind and of he thing. and I, I had seen him come do drop ins at at the club yeah. at the time. It wasn't the Spokane Club. It was a uh, uh, Uncle D's Comedy Underground's Blues at the Bend uh, in Hilliard, which was oh, okay. the only club in town. Sure, and he would always show up. He's an old man, and he would show up in a suit and mm. tie, dressed really well, cologne, yeah. hair done, the whole thing. And the, and the dude was a, a crowd work comic, super oh, super quick. One time I saw him go look at a woman and go, "Hey." Uh, is this is this your husband? She goes, no, my husband's dead. And he goes, and without skipping a beat, he's like, well, fuck, he looks great. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like old school showbiz, quick like, poppy, boom, yeah, 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 very like Don Rickles kind of stuff. Like, oh yeah, yeah and, and he yeah. was great, and uh, he was just shit on everybody. So, <laughs> and so I saw that, and I, you know, at the time I was like 30, 30 33. I started at at thirty three, which is pretty late to start doing comedy. Sure. But everybody I knew who was starting, like, they all looked like shit on stage. You know what I mean? Like, nobody cared. Yeah, what the, they, they were wearing just, their crappy pants. They weren't and, put together. Yeah, yeah, the only dudes that Got out seemed, of their Toyota Tercel and walked on stage, right? Like right, yeah. The yeah. only guys that actually looked nice were the black guys. That's because they had nice shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so... All the white guys can barely put a sentence together. Like, yeah, know. the white guys are like filthy hipsters. I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. You look like shit. What's the so, point of this joke? You're just talking about anus for like 20 minutes. <laughs> right. yeah. Is Jesus. He, is he dressed like an anus? Yeah. <laughs> 
So you I was are a like, human anus. I yeah. was like, all right, well, this guy's a professional. I like what this guy's doing. Sure. And so I'm going to dress up. So I wore like nice slacks and a button up shirt and a, right. and a vest. Right. And I show up to this place making 75 bucks in a steak dinner. Hey, man. And, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, a couple vodka Red Bulls. Yeah, I'm, sounds, I mean, that's a good, yeah. I, you know, t- yeah, and like you said, it takes a long time. I mean, I think I had been doing open mics and hosting gigs for like a year, right. you know, and, and so I, I was feeling pretty stoked to be able to do 25 minutes. And uh, <laughs> I get there, and his son was an MC, and he'd been a comic for like 10 years. And he walks into this bar, sees the way I'm dressed, and right. immediately is like, oh, <laughs> you fucked up. And... <laughs> Oh, they're going to get you. And Jay, Jay comes in and he's wearing like a sweatshirt with a hole near his nipple and jeans. He's not dressed up. And I'm like, oh, maybe he's got the suit in the car. No suit in the car. Like he knew. He no kn- bag. He just, he knew what the audience was. Yeah. yeah. He's been around. He knows yeah. what this is. He got out of bed and walked right into the fucking club. Yeah. So, uh, his son. So it's a, apparently they have like a stage room and, a, and it was supposed to be a good, place for comedy, but, uh, they had just gone through a remodel. No, none of their regulars knew they were open. Sure. So it was primarily like this group of laborers that they were just giving free tickets to who I'm pretty sure were like, like meth, like, you know, meth labor. Like we're like, listen, they'll pay, pay them half as much. They'll get it done twice as fast. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and they get all of it done in like one day. Yeah. Right. So dude, I, uh, so everyone's asleep in the audience. (laughs) Oh no, no, no. They're very awake. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, sorry. That's heroin. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're 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 like yeah, biting on the table. And yeah, yeah, the so yeah. First guy right. goes up. He's a he's a he's an experienced comic. Sure. He does a bunch of crowd work. Right. Uh, which I learned a lot of clubs actually don't allow their to do crowd work. Really? It, it, ru- a- it ruins. It makes the audience think it's an interactive thing. It, oh, it promotes yeah. heckling. And then, you know, the drunk woman starts talking. Exactly. Yeah, right, so yeah. he's up there. He's, <clears throat> he's actually doing pretty well. He's you know riffing with the crowd. They like it. There's right. interaction. There's barely anyone there. It's like right. just a few regulars. And then there's this like meth crew. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, and I get up and I get into this bit that is just is now I realize it's a t- it's terrible. There's no punch. Sure. It takes like two minutes to finish. Anyway, it's terrible. Right. As I'm doing this bit that I think is gonna crush. It's got this great he- yeah. you know punchline after a minute and a half or two minutes. Right. Uh, I can hear, <laughs> I can hear a woman whisper to a husband. Hey, I thought the night was karaoke night. They're getting up and leaving. No, She's no, like, no. They're just like, uh, how long do we have to wait for this? Is he doing islands in the stream? What is this? Like, <laughs> and I mean, this was so <clears throat> backwoodsy. Like, uh, I made, I, I had a joke at the time about like uh, a, a, a Hitler on Twitter. Oh Jesus! And uh, and I, yeah, I, 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 everyone cheered. Yeah. No, like, no. They, they, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I'm like, man, if Hitler existed today, like, I hate to say it, I think he'd won. Dude in the back's like, fuck yeah, he won. Oh my god. <laughs> It's the crowd you expected. Yeah, that's oh, And then I do an impression of him on Twitter and my Austrian accent, yeah. I think they thought was like a gay accent. Oh. And so this woman, this woman's like, that Hitler's kind of gay. <laughs> I mean, she goes, you, I, you got a little gay in you, don't you? You got a little gay <laughs> in you. Jesus Christ. She's like, you, you got a little gay in you, don't you? And I looked at her and I'm like, well, I had a big gay in me a little bit, but your boyfriend <laughs> told me not to say anything. <laughs> and, and these two like Boom, old, the, these yeah. old school comic guys sure. that were in the show were just yeah. like, ah, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's how it's done. <laughs> 
he's he's getting it. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they're right. in the back, yeah. And uh, and I mean, then yeah, the, set, the my set uh, was totally out the window, sure. and it was I did not. I mean, I was able to kind of save it with a little bit of shit, but it was of my course. first time doing twenty five minutes. Damn. Ever. And 25 minutes seems that most people are like, Oh, 20 minutes. Don't be a pussy. Uh, like, yeah, you well, know what it takes to build 20 minutes. Like that's the most I ever got yeah. was a solid 20 minutes. It, it took yeah. years to yeah, get it, took, to get yeah. it to a I point. mean, I was going out doing open mics shit, man, at least five times a week, right. you know, for, for, for a year and then doing spots on, on the week. Yeah. So, it, and I, and I was, I was in Spokane. So I was doing like, I would, I would go to like uh, music open mics, right. you know, and and, right. uh, and do spots. Any, anywhere you could get on stage, right? Get stage time, right? Yeah. Basically. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere that I could just, you know, right. try to work out these jokes. Um, and then, yeah, do, doing it in front of a, you know, a paying, aud- you know, paying audience is definitely different. But that, that was such a bad gig. And they were so poorly, uh, like... Re- they, they just weren't ready for to be open yet because right. they just gone through this remodel. So sure. I get off stage. I was like, Jesus Christ, that was rough. But I was still kind of like... I was like, well, if this is as bad as it can get, like this is great. I'm uh, gonna be fine, right? Yeah, yeah. and and uh, and then the headliner gets on. He's crushing. He's an old school comic. Yeah. He's been he's, he's been, been doing everything. it forever. Yeah, he's he and, knows what he's doing. <laughs> and I didn't even think about this, but he gets on stage. He's like, "You guys don't have any lights in this place? What the hell? I'm a ghost out here. What are you doing?" <laughs> and uh, one of the people that work at the bar, mm-hmm. as he's on stage, walks out with a ladder in in the middle of the audience oh area God. with a roll of duct tape and a lamp from the office. Fuck off. And, and the guy has spina bifida. So he's like totally coiled over oh and he's, he's climbing up this ladder. And this guy is talking. And like this crowd his- work comic is like, what did you got to get Quasimodo to come out here and tape a lamp to the goddamn ceiling? And he's fucking, this guy's struggling, bent over at the top of a ladder, taping an office lamp to the ceiling. Sounds fucking like chaos. And he's plugging it into like, like, you know, a ceiling outlet. He's yeah, like struggling. He's trying to find it. Like, <laughs> and oh it's dark and he can't find it. And, Jesus Christ! And and the, and the whole time, I mean, the comic the, uh, Jay went. Jay was just crushing, just annihilated, saying just the most vile this guy. shit to right, this yeah. guy. He's like, and "Well, at least he's got it. good parking. Right. Don't feel sorry for him. Come on, you know, just <laughs> crazy shit." The guy's about to. Thank God, it's not a clapper. Like yeah. the whole thing, the whole fucking thing. Like yeah. anyway, he had to walk on his hands. Yeah. How's he climbing up a ladder? Like. <laughs> Dude, I mean, he's laying into this dude, and the guy's laughing so hard, I thought he was gonna fall off the fucking ladder. Right. And uh, and then oh, so, so the tech guy was in on it. Too. Oh no, the guy he was laughing. I mean, oh, love Jay's it. Yeah. so yeah, it's like it's like, it's like Don Rickles. You yeah. almost are like, ah, oh, he got me. You know, jokes, folks. It's jokes. <laughs> like I love that. Yeah, Don yeah. Rickles. Is great. And uh, and so he puts that up, and it was it was just so chaotic, and right. uh, and then I got paid like a drug deal in the parking lot. <laughs> You got an eight ball, yeah. yeah he's, he's like wadding up the cash and handing it it's out. It's all to wet us. and shit, and he's like, "Here you go. Here's your sixty-two dollars." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was. Uh, I mean, well, you know, after that, I thought I, I was pretty hooked. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you love that, you're going to be great. I mean, uh, well, <clears throat> that's great. I mean, I wanted to ask you too. You know, obviously, getting started is is one part of it, but as a comedian, I've, I've, I've seen you live many times and I've seen a lot of comics here, like, you know, Harry J. Riley, who's yeah, one of my favorites. Friend. He's f- fucking hilarious. I love that guy. He's great. I want to have him on the show someday, but you know, um, one of the things that, that I always kind of struggle with, um, and I have a lot of conversations with a lot of different people about is like, what is offensive? What isn't offensive and is being offended <clears throat> merit for, like, I guess the question I'm trying to ask is like, what's your take on, you know, being offensive? Do you have, 
are you when you as a comic as a legit comic when you're writing bits are you thinking about oh this is going to be offensive to people or are you trying to discover what is the funniest truth to this joke like yeah because I've, I've gone back and forth I mean obviously <clears throat> I, comedy is subjective right and right. I think that you know I there are plenty of comics in the world that I've seen professional local whatever that I don't jive with me and I'm like whatever that guy's or that girl is whatever you know like and my biggest thing is like <clears throat> if the it, as long as you're funny it doesn't really matter like that goes back right. to that whole argument of like there's just certain things you can't joke about like 911 you know like the, the, the nazis hitler that kind of stuff it's like right. well no i i am at very much the thought of like if if you can find the humor and truth in it there's really yeah. nothing wrong with that well, right? but I, if you're you going know, up and dropping the n word just to be provocative like i don't really you're not funny to me, right? But, yeah. You know, yeah. How, how, how are you kind of working so, with that? Because I've seen your bits. You're very. You have a, a, a good amount of adult humor, and I think I think it's funny. But I'm curious what you think. Have you had heckling? Have you had? Oh people? yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, yeah, and you're gonna offend people, of course. I mean, Especially a lot of times, today. I mean, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna offend right? people. I mean, I I uh, mm-hmm. I do. I talk. I have a dancing sister. She's my only sibling. Yeah. And I have uh, I have material about that. When I was working that out, I was saying some. It was it was it, now it's on, it's actually on my dry bar special, and it's like PG and it's PG. But right. when I was working it out, it was not PG, and I yeah. was saying some some shit that I is I I think is funny, but it is it is a little hurtful. Sure. And there were times where I would walk people, they would scream at me. They're like Jeez. too far. Like I had this one time. This this couple was they paid their. I, as soon as I made this joke, um, they, and I'll tell you, she was dating. It was she was dating a a guy. She's in her thirties. She was dating a guy in her thirties. In his forties, sure, he was Down syndrome, and right. I and I made the and I how I went to talk to him, and I was like, "Listen, man, I know you got the mind of a six year old, but you still got the dick of a forty year old." So, oh my God, <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So anyway, and you got arrested after saying that, right? <laughs> no, so and, but yeah. the thing is, is like, <laughs> right? Like I, I, I mean that you know, I'm I'm reporting the reality of 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 what right. my situation is, sure. you know, and uh, and, and so <clears> I'm. I'm not like there's certain jokes where I'll come up with it and it's like it's not my place to make that joke even right. though it's funny. Sure. But I, I guess the the I don't know the answer to this question is is not about, like offending people is different than like hurting a person's feelings. Right. I I don't care if I offend someone, but if I hurt their feelings, then that's that's where I feel like that's I'm, a personal thing. And yeah, it, it's it a starts, personal thing. I mean, right. if I if I'm you know, God, I don't man, I don't know. Like I uh, I was trying to i don't know i'll, I'll make jo- different jokes about race you sure. know and usually those are very carefully constructed to be right yeah, yeah, they, yeah, and yeah they, and right, as right. they should be when a white especially if a white guy's saying it you know yeah white guys have the least <laughs> amount of, of rope with when it comes to racial humor i, feel no, like, I wouldn't but. use the word rope there but uh, go ahead sh- uh, <laughs> <laughs> i see what you did there yeah no yikes yeah, uh, but you see what i mean you sorry get, mom get, yeah no i have yeah, for sure no i get what you're saying uh, but i don't you know i want I, you know, I, I mean, if a white chick is like, you can't say that, but a black guy's laughing, I'm like, that's fine. But if and I think we, the thing that bugs me the most, man, is like being offended. And I think Louis C.K. said this is and even bringing this up. I'm going to get people writing me saying, you talk about Louis C.K. jerked off in front of people. My hero. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was in the room with him. What do you I mean? Listen, I hate his comedy, yeah. but jerking off in but front of women. Dick. Yeah. No, but. <laughs> But no, I, I think he said, you know, just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. And I, that right. always stuck with me. And, you know, like uh, Riley, one of our technicians, you know, this guy, he he is one of the funniest people I know. <clears throat> but he also has like very little regard for like people and what's going to offend them, what's going to trigger people, you know, kind of thing. And I've always seen it as like 
you know, yeah, if you're offended, like that's a privilege, right? Like that's, yeah. if, if it's something, if you're on stage saying something and it's offending me, not, not turning me off saying, oh, you're not funny, whatever, but like actually offending me to some degree, really it's on that person and the responsibility they have is to like do some internal reflect. Why are you offended? Like what about this is offensive to you? And just like figure out the context of the situation and what the person's talking about. Right. Because to me, like words are just words, you know, like context, inflection, intent are all really important. And that's where it gets into like hurting someone's feelings versus I'm just making a joke about this thing that I'm observing. I'm making an observation about this right kind of thing. And I, I think it's it, like Louis C.K. has a great bit where he uses the N-word. You know, he talks about how people yeah. say the N-word. Yeah, right? and he's, well, a lot of it is reading uh, Tom Sawyer to his children. Right. Yeah, yeah. and that, and I, I've, I mean, I remember reading, loving Tom Sawyer and right. Huckleberry Kiss. So I, 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 when I, I related to that so much because you, when you're reading the original, it's like book, holy fuck. You're like, ah, I got to get a different version. I can't, of this book. I can't say this. There's no way. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it would be almost impossible to. to tell that joke without using the n-word right and i mean because right. it because it's because that that is a jarring moment when you and, and that's just and that's just there's a there's a there's, well, it's there's like andrew dice clay would there. use that word right but he had this whole fucking <laughs> shit hickory dickory dot you know like he would just like do this whole thing and it's like people fucking i don't know that. if he did that he was just so filthy dude that guy is a straight up just goofball like he follow him on instagram he's he's the same he's the same energy <laughs> in a macy's department store that yeah. he is at a fucking yeah, yeah. i know people show. have worked with him and they say he is li- just genuinely like a straight up adhd goofball yeah like and, and he's like a goofy like, uncle who yeah, just doesn't yeah. have the wherewithal you know (laughs) like i saw him one time he was in like a department store doing an ig live and he was like heckling the gal behind the counter about scarves yeah yeah, and he was like hey you mean you tell me i can't get no freaking scarves what are you doing here monica come on and he had like a cigar in his mouth (laughs) jesus christ dude you are long island like that's it's great yeah 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 i and people man he sells a lot of tickets he does yeah he does no he's he's a fucking king of jersey man but i mean yeah so i guess the the, you know it's just i i don't know i i think if you're funny that's all that really matters you know to me i mean uh yeah i mean and, and you know if you work the material out enough the crowd will guide you you know, uh, as right. to as to what you know, if you're if you're speaking to truth, is some right. Level. That's what I mean. Is like as you're working that bit out, you're you're shaving the fat and kind of shaping it, yeah. right? And but so, you also need to. That's that's where traveling comes in. You know, because right. I like I mean, I, I go to some rural places and I'll get the the wrong kinds of laughs sometimes. Like like when I was like, yeah, I think you know, if, if Hitler was alive and on Twitter, I, I'd say Germany would win. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, I've been to some rural areas that they're like. Yes. I mean, that, that has happened to me. But that like resonates on a different level than when you say it to me. We're laughing <laughs> yeah. about it because it's so fucking hilarious. Yeah, these but guys are like, wait till my, wait till my Aryan brothers hear right. about this. The That's word's good getting idea. out. Yeah. 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 It's, what do you mean, Hitler? It's Trump, baby. <laughs> like, you know, that, they're, 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 that kind of thing. Well, right? you know, like, it's funny is, so most people put this in the context of being woke or like white, um, you know, white women are always getting offended at all this sure. shit. But um, there is a whole other aspect of this I never hear anyone talk about. But for the last four years, man, like even if you're making a benign Trump joke, yeah, I, I, I started doing Trump comedy. People? What's that? Like Trump people are the Trump people are are. It's like yeah, white women and 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 hardcore Trump fans. I mean, the most sensitive. It is like un- hard, hard audience. Real? Yeah. No, I mean, I I started doing comedy when Obama was president, maybe or maybe maybe even George Bush. I don't know, but uh. 
But you could make fun of the president. It yeah. didn't matter. You know, you could. It, it wasn't this especially like if really. You if it wasn't, a, if you weren't making fun of the policies, if you just made fun of the way they talk, or right, which is what people used to do. Like Bush, remember Bush? Everyone made fun. Everybody, of Bush. A lot of people made fun of of, of Obama, uh, yeah. Clinton. So right. yeah, during during the runoff between Hillary and Trump, I would make a joke that was like, "Man, my kids are so excited to finally have their first white president." <laughs> and during the election, it was a good joke, <laughs> but. It was like once Trump won, you better not you shut make, the fuck up. No more man. jokes about Trump. Right. He's right. our messiah. <laughs> Which I mean, regardless of how you feel politically, like that sucks because it's yeah. just like he's just a person and he's a he is a fucking Rolodex of material. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a field day with him, right? Yeah. I well, mean, it's I mean, and that's the thing. I uh, so many he was getting lambasted so much on like late night television, and it was it was almost like a. Uh, what's that called? Echo chamber. You know, yeah. the, the people that would tell the jokes were just, they were like, well, we don't Stephen Colbert's of the world. It was we the, don't care about offending the writing or we're, we're only going to have this, uh, this left wing audience, which, right. you know, it's, it's fine. It's like find your audience. But I, I was finding in clubs and live performance, people right. wanted to escape from that shit. Like, uh, yeah, they wanted to, there was too much it. of it going on in the mainstream. Yeah, there was too much of yeah. it going on. And, and I, I know, <laughs> I know people who got, dude, they got just making like, I mean, kind of, kind of stupid jokes about, you know, pussy grabbing or, or he looks orange or not, right. not, not even anything about like policy or policy like people or, or the people who support him, just him himself. Right. Yeah. And, Which and if you look at the guy, like the way he acts, he prompts all of the comedy to come at him. Like it's hard not to make fun of the guy because he's just talking shit about everyone. Yeah. But he's, know? he's also, I mean, he's also really funny. Yeah. Well, he's hilarious. Like, don't get me wrong. Like the shit that he comes out and says, it's like, are you, like, I look around like, are you fucking serious? Like this is the president. And he's just like grabbing by the pussy. Yeah. Like fucking what? Like, yeah. oh, like he called fucking Rosie O'Donnell a pig. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's just it's nuts, abs- dude. It's yeah. absolutely nuts. It's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. And I, I, so it's just, it was, it's just, I think like, you know, there was also a level of chaos that even people that would like to hear him get roasted almost yeah. are just like, I, I just want to not yeah. think of, of politics right now. Sure. So, I get that. Yeah. I mean, it's been a, it's been a wild four years. I think every day it's just getting worse and so worse. So I, I mean, as far as like what I can joke about, what I can't, like I, I am not trying to be a, a you know, Edgy. Kevin Hart. Uh, right. Like I don't want to appeal to everybody and become a I want you to come out in like a black V-neck. Yeah. I sold out Mars yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Do it like this. <laughs> like do the fucking hand clap and I everything. I mean, he's yeah. very charismatic, but he's he, great. But yeah. he at this point, he has to almost kind of he he can be offensive in 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 like a in like a very acceptable fun way, mm-hmm. but like he he has such a broad appeal and he's, he's a movie star, right? So yeah. he's got a really, he sells out arenas. Like yeah. you have to, there's have to be hitting something for that to work. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 He, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, at this point I'm just like, I'm going to say whatever I say if people get offended, it's, it's just, it's the way it's it is. And part of the, part of the game, right? I'll yeah, listen to reasonable people or, or if I hurt people's feelings, Do you have people that seek you out after shows or like write you or you cause know. they're offended. Well, yeah. Cause they just no. like, Hey, I thought that you, you know, pushed over the envelope on this or whatever. No, yeah. no. I've had, I mean, I get, you know, online, mm-hmm. online comments, but well, that's uh, it's, it's the internet, right? Everyone yeah. fucking hates everyone on the internet. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I get, I, you know, Go to like I, the comments section on like NFL.com on Facebook and it's just people arguing about their looks. Like it's not even yeah, like right. one guy's like the Ravens are great. And the other guy's like, ah, oh, fuck your wife in the face. Like, it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Dude, yeah. What? Yeah. Fuck the Chiefs, yeah, but come on, man, God. Yeah, and 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 sometimes if you know, I've had people maybe say something. I don't, I don't really get a lot of that though, because I am again, yeah. At same at the same time, I'm not trying to be like a mass appeal, but sure, I'm also not trying to be a, 
Who's that white guy that that is like Voldemort? He's like the most evil comic. He's a uh, he's really good looking. Uh, J- uh, oh, uh, Jeselnik. Uh, Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to be Jeselnik. He's We're- evil, man. Like he's he's just he's he wants to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, he's Darth Vader, yeah. dude. But he's he he crushes like people love him. Oh no, he's. Know? I mean, if you like yeah. dark comedy, he is. He's the, the guy. yeah, he's the guy right now. But for sure. I don't, you know, I yeah. I just. Uh, well, it's funny. I like all different types of comedians. Like yeah. Emo Phillips is one of the funniest, most interesting people. I've ever seen, but then I can turn around and love, you know, something like Louis CK talking about like getting cum on his belly or something, you know, like (laughs) it's like, it's just, it's funny and relatable. And yeah, I think, I think people need to, to calm, calm down a little bit with, well, and that's, that's the, uh, that's the really bad thing about sort of having like these safe space rooms Mm -hmm. and having rooms where you, you have a bunch of rules about what people can say. Right. Is that what eventually happens is you homogenized comedy to be college educated white people. And that's not what comedy is. Well, it's also, it's, it's the opposite of what they're trying to accomplish, (laughs) which is, Hey, we're trying to, we, we we don't want to have people making fun of other races. Well, what's happening is other races come in and they're like, fuck this. This shit isn't real. This doesn't, doesn't resonate with us. It's just like, yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, uh, vice did a piece on, um, colleges, you know, certain colleges that are doing that, like you're talking about, like having trigger warnings, doing safe spaces and stuff. And I think we all can agree that like, there is a certain, we can understand the intention, but I think like you're saying the result of it isn't, you're not actually accomplishing anything by telling someone they can't say this, this, and this, well, like, or telling someone they have to redo their entire bit because one word, you know, it's like, well, that kind of ruins the the whole yeah. freaking thing, right? Like, well, I, I saw that that vice bit, and yeah. you know, I, I I and I've I've tried, I've had, I used to have a college agent. I never really got into that world, right. but um, what that bit really didn't put in, and they wouldn't have known if they didn't do colleges, is that right. a big part of that is you are you're performing for children. I mean, a lot of right. these people are coming from a lot of a lot. Eighteen I mean, year olds, yeah. The twenty-one and twenty-two-year-olds in the college mm-hmm. aren't going out to shows. It's always right. the, it's always freshmen, sophomores, exactly. The, the, and a lot young, of times, it's right. people. They were they were maybe well, they 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 were going to church. They were home. They were. Right. I mean, these are kids that maybe came were from very a rural sheltered. place and come to a bigger college. Yeah. And, you know, they're kind of usually stuff. a lot of times it's you're performing for very sheltered, very young people. I mean, barely, right. you know, pretty much children. Right. And. So there is an aspect of like, yeah, you want to kind of have this generic PG comedy. Right, of course, absolutely, yeah. 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 So and they're, they're just not. They just that. That's just. So I think it, the execution of it isn't right. Right. I mean, the intention is there. I can understand it, but the way it's it's administered, I just don't think it. I think it's it does more harm than good in the long run. Right? What to to tell people? Well, to just can. like have such a strict box of like, hey. Because college is like the whole point of college, aside from getting just a piece of paper that says you can do something is like, it's a learning experience, right? right? You spend four years meeting different people, having tense conversations. You're supposed to be evolving and growing, not like, I only want the things that that make me feel comfortable in front of you, right? Yeah, but that's the question of what is that, what is that experience of the comic supposed to do at the college? Is it supposed to be a relief and just pure entertainment? Or is it supposed to be one of these lectures where they're like, there was rape during the Holocaust. Right. Jesus Christ. More things happened there. Like that's a good, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I just totally glazed over that. (laughs) But so, I mean, should it be one of these hard conversations? Because you get paid a lot of money to do college games. Right. I mean, you get paid a lot of money to do that shit. So it's like corporate gigs. If they say, hey, man, because they'll be like, first of all, you have to be clean. And then they're like, also, do you have any lightning strike jokes about golf? Because we had a guy just die from a lightning strike. So So they, I mean, they can tell you, I mean, all kinds of things to give you like very strict. So, and it's like, listen, if you're going to take that money, then you got to take the deal. But if you don't, of course, I mean, my, my thing is like, 
Yeah, they could let them make the rules. They're paying all the money, but it's like, I guess it, that's a good point. That's a good point. I, I, yeah, no, there's no reason to pursue it. You know, if well, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, if it's not for you, then just move on, right? Yeah, I mean, and like, that's. I mean, that was my experience. I just, I just was not marketable to the college right, market, so I right. just said, I'm not going to invest more time in this, and there's so a, I just moved on. Yeah, there's a comic. Uh, what's his name? He's a uh, very tall, androgynous, uh, hilarious Chris. He's got long hair. Dalia? No. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, he's great in colleges. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he fucking crushes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, no, I forget his name, but he's a, he's kind of a cleaner comic, but he's just so funny, and he does a lot of colleges, and I think he's a good example of, oh, I can't remember his name, but he's a good example of like being able to morph your act to that type of environment and make it more about the entertainment factor and less about yeah. like, I'm trying to make a statement with my yeah. rape and, and Holocaust <laughs> Hitler gay joke, you know, like, well, which has a time and a place. Dude, I just, but, well, okay. Well, maybe I don't know if we got to go, but, but yeah, we got to wrap up here in like 30 seconds. So that, well, the reason I mentioned that rape Holocaust thing is because oh, we're talking about bad gigs. One yeah. time uh, I was doing a, a gig. You were doing that, a gig at the Holocaust. No, nah, it, it was the uh, worst corporate gig of all time. It was a gig. It was a gig for, for like a college improv thing. Sure. And I, you know, I wasn't in college, but they were the, like the college, the troop was going to do it. Sure. Or anyway, right before I go on, they had an MC that was like, I don't know if he was a professor, was not a performer. Right. And they were, it was like, hello everyone. We have a really fun event for you oh, today. Yeah. Uh, the couple things coming up. Um, we have a lecture next week and it's entitled rape in time of the Holocaust. Are uh, you fucking serious? And then, there, and then, and then literally it was like, all right, everyone here and now, and now, yeah, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, and everyone's like, like, Oh my God, Jesus. Like yeah, what, the, a, what <laughs> the fuck is so wrong that, with you? That, like, that was super surreal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, great. That's, that's fantastic. Well, Philip, we got to get, we right. got to get going, man. It was so fun having you on the show. I hope our, our, our paths cross again. For sure. Um, is there anything you want to plug while we, while we wrap up? You well, can, people can find you online. I know you're doing stuff online. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do. I mm. try to post like uh, an Instagram sketch a week that I, that I put some time into. But if you're listening to Speak Spokane, I'll have a podcast coming out 2021 called uh, Dangerous Loner, where I'm going to just uh, rant about pretty unrelatable things. Um, so yeah, tune into that. And, yep. uh, you know, I think we'll have a hotline eventually set up so you can even call and ask <laughs> me for advice. And uh, maybe we can uh, have, uh, you know, random lunatics from the internet chime in. It'd be great. We'll have a soundboard. It'd be a whole thing. <laughs> It'd be fun. All right, Philip. Well, thank you so much, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, man, this is fun. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. This podcast was produced and edited by Speak Spokane.